Hello, everyone. I am very excited to be discussing this topic today because as we try and create more life balance, delegation is something we all need to do. So I thought exploring the small changes that can make a big difference in our lives might be nice. And that involves having a candid conversation about art of delegation. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed, juggling multiple tasks, and wishing you had more time for what truly matters? Well, you're not alone. One thing I've noticed, and this is for me a lot of the times, is sometimes delegation is hard. We feel like we have to do it all. And then we have these thoughts about ourselves and delegating. Can they do it as well? Will they do it like I do it? Does it make me look weak or like a failure for delegating? What will people think of me, right? Our minds love to ask questions, and sometimes the answers it provides don't necessarily serve us. But delegating is so important to help find balance. So in today's episode, I'm going to discuss the power of delegation, and I'm going to share three things that might help you get over the hurdle of delegating which will ultimately help you find a little more balance and reduce a little bit of that stress in your life. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health, where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, Certified Total Well-Being Coach and Perfect Health Educator will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. I want to share a bit about my evolution in delegating because I really had to work hard on this. My issue with delegating flares up not only in my work life, but also the personal stuff. So I've got a ton of examples to pull from. But today, I thought I'd share something fun and lighthearted that was at the forefront of my mind. Because every time I walk from the house to the office, I have to pass our party barn. So it makes me think about our parties. When my husband and I first got married, we used to host a ton of parties. And when I say a ton, I mean more than our fair share. If there was an occasion, we were going to have a party. Now, I have to admit, I am the queen of prep. Prepping for parties, prepping for trips, prepping for work projects. I love prepping. It's just something in that pit of personality. Before a party, everything was cut and ready for last-minute preparations. Dishes were labeled. Tables were set. Hosting was fun, and it was stress-free because I enjoyed it. And I know there's a lot of you out there that are preppers as well. And there's a big difference between when we're enjoying it and having fun versus when it feels like it's work. Can we all agree on that? You know, preppers, we love to have lists. We love to have everything planned out, and that's great. But sometimes, like I said, it can be a lot of pressure. 
And on my journey, I've unpacked much of the reasoning behind this self-induced pressure, which has been really fascinating. So I've got a question for you. Have you ever wondered why you might be such a planner? Or is it beyond planning and you can confidently say that you might be a bit of a control freak? (laughs) I'm raising my hand here and I want to tell you the other side of being a control freak is so liberating. Whatever it is behind your actions, I like to reference what I call the evolution of experience. Let me explain. There are circumstances in life, events that are caused by the outside world. They could be the project do at work, the kids needing something from you, the family issue that needs navigating. Maybe, as in this particular case that I'm going to tell you about, it's a special occasion. Well, these circumstances occur and they drive our thoughts. If you think about it, everything is a circumstance and all circumstances are neutral. That is, until we assign a thought to them. And our thoughts are how we interpret circumstances and what we make of them. And they, in turn, drive our feelings. The thought, I need to be stronger. And if I delegate this, people won't respect me or they'll think I'm not capable. They can't do it as good as I can. They are all thoughts, right? Thoughts are choices. Let me repeat that. Thoughts our choices. And we need awareness to understand our choices. If you didn't listen to last week's episode on awareness and cultivating it, take a U-turn after you listen to this, go back and check it out. I think it's a great episode to get you started in cultivating awareness. So we have these thoughts which create feelings that result in actions or inactions, which create new circumstances. And that's the down and dirty of the evolution of experience. Now, when it comes to delegation, the choice to delegate or not comes down to that, a choice. And that one choice can help you find balance in your life, especially if you're overwhelmed by everything you have to do. So my evolution of delegation. Fast forward to my husband's 50th birthday. And life had become a little more complicated than our little parties at the house. And having parties was still fun, don't get me wrong. But it now seemed more work, like there was more pressure to outdo previous parties. And instead of prepping and getting ready, I found myself stressed and overwhelmed. I wanted everything to be right. I mean, it was a special occasion. You only turn 50 once. So... That's when we decided to hire a caterer, and I have to tell you, it was a relief, but it also felt like I was losing a part of the joy of hosting. That didn't last too long. (laughs) Again, a thought, but let me tell you all, once the food was selected, the decorations and the band, I could move on to something else, and I didn't have to think or do, and that was a big relief. It was just letting go, right? What are you dealing with now that is causing you stress that could be delegated? And if not fully delegated, I mean, this isn't a black and white thing, linear scale. I mean, zero to 10, we can choose how much we delegate. What can you ask for help with? 
there are different levels to ease in life. You can do it all yourself, you can get partial help, or you can delegate it all. You choose along that continuum. And when it comes to creating energy and life balance, you need to approach it from where you currently are at the stage of your life and your journey. So I alluded to this before, but many of us struggle to find balance in our busy lives, just like I did with the party hosting. But how can we learn to let go when all we know is holding on? I want to give you three things to look at that might help you decide that delegation is a good decision. So the three things that I want you to think about, starting with number one, is worthiness. Often we struggle to delegate because we don't feel worthy of receiving help. We feel like we should handle everything ourselves. But remember, you are worthy of support and assistance. It's okay to ask for help when needed. In fact, it's a sign of strength, not weakness. This week, I asked a friend to help me complete this daunting application that I had been thinking about for a couple of months. And I had my head spinning just looking at everything they required for it to be considered a complete submission. But when we got together, it took us four hours and we knocked that puppy out. And at first, I kind of felt bad asking for help, but when I looked at the thoughts around it, I was like, why aren't you worth having help? Why wouldn't you want to complete this quicker and have a second set of eyes? And what would you do if she asked for assistance with the same thing? And I realized it was a useless thought, me not wanting to ask for help. So question your beliefs on worthiness and see where they lead you. Now, let's talk about delegation when it comes to daily routine. And the reason why I say that is we need to be grounded in ourselves to realize that we need to delegate to start with. And part of that comes from finding time for self-care and relaxation. Because if we're so busy trying to do everything, we kind of can't see that, hey, Life would be easier if we just got some help. I can't tell you how many people I've heard that feel like they're asking for too much to take a relaxing bath at the end of the day. And that's sad. Sometimes life is so fast-paced that we really need to slow down. And in that slowing down, we realize that there are other ways to do things. So this tip number two of grounding, I know it might sound funny, but have you ever looked at why you feel so maxed out? Why are you burning the candle at both ends? Why are you trying to be everything to everyone and get everything done? When you step back, you can see if you ground yourself in your routines, the routines that nurture you, you can see where you can find small moments to connect with yourself. And that's even in the midst of a busy day, you realize that If you delegate, one, you're going to have more time for the stuff that you really want to do, but two, you'll be able to find a little more balance. So whether the grounding is a short meditation, a walk, simply a few deep breaths, it's going to help you regain the focus and balance you need to figure out what you need to let go of, which 
brings me to step number three. And three has to do with tackling the anxiety that comes along with delegation. And so I think it's really important to realize that sometimes we fail to delegate because we are anxious about how it's going to go over, right? It can feel overwhelming, but there are effective ways to address the anxiety. And one of the biggest ways is just to simply let go. (laughs) Or as a mentor of mine says, stop holding on, Mika. Delegate that crap. So anxiety can run deep. And simple relaxation techniques often don't address the underlying issues. And that's, again, where delegation can come into play. And one of the things that I want to suggest is that you seek guidance and support to help identify the steps that you might need to tame your anxiety. Because when you let go of that notion that you have to handle everything on your own, things really start to shift. When I started receiving coaching years ago, I thought I was going for career development and handling the stress that came with making a name for myself. As they say in the South, bless her heart. (laughs) It was so much more for me. And it was the little things like learning to delegate that actually came up as solutions during my sessions. And I remember vividly talking about delegation and developing a plan to help advance myself by tossing the little things overboard. So if you need help identifying what you need to delegate, what you need to toss overboard to create more balance in your life, I want to encourage you to reach out for coaching. TrueBasisHealth.com has a tab for coaching. But if you're a do-it-yourself kind of person, there's still many resources on the website that might help you as you try to create more balance in your life and you look at delegating. Everything from how to tame your anxiety to tips to inviting balance and a whole series on the layers of life, the body, the mind, your spiritual side, something for everyone at every stage of their journey. So I hope today has helped you gain a new perspective on delegating and how to find balance and reduce stress and using these three things, looking at your worthiness, grounding yourself, and letting go will help you realize, man, it's time to delegate. (laughs) Remember, you are worthy and it's okay to seek support when dealing with what you need to delegate and figuring out what to throw overboard. Now, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the Ripple Effect podcast and that it has brought you a bit of peace and permission to start making those little shifts because small changes can lead to significant improvements in your life. Until next time, keep creating ripples of positive change and don't be afraid to delegate along the way. This is Mika signing off. Thanks for listening to True Basis Health. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. And as you move through your day today, remember, a clear mind is a powerful mind. 
So cultivate clarity with awareness. You've got this.